Hey, 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 what's going on, Podcast Nation? It is Jason Harris here, and thank you for joining me on another episode of Strategy with Jason. Today, I get to talk anything and everything I want to talk about when it comes to Digital Dealer Tampa. I mean, it's literally right around the corner, and I am so excited to talk to my next guest because I think he's got an awesome session at at the conference. I have the one, the only, the oh-so-famous Mr. Jim Thompson with me. Jim, what's up? How you doing? Hey, Jason, how are you? Good, man. Good, good. Hey, look, I'm excited to get into this. You know, we got some time to kind of talk a little bit before we recorded here. And man, you got a cool origin story. You got some really cool stuff that you're working on. So I'm, I'm super stoked to get into this. But you know what I like to do is kick off each one of these conversations with an origin story. Uh, A, because I got to be honest with you. I'm always fascinated how people get into this, into automotive. So, so Jim, what is the origin story of how you got started in this crazy little world we call the automotive industry? All right. Well, it goes back to high school, actually. I was, um, my, my best friend's dad had a side hustle. He rebuilt cars and, uh, you know, bought and sold mostly <laughs> sports cars. And, um, so I, we helped and watched him, you know, my friend and I, as, as we went through high school and I got into college and said, wait a minute, you know, I saw him make some pretty good money selling these cars. I think I could do it. <laughs> so, um, so long story short, I, I bought a car, I went to the bank, I got a loan, bought a car and, and sold it actually in three days. And I made $600. And at the time I was a, a lifeguard and a swim team coach. So 600 bucks was a lot of money to me. To make that quick so i was like wow can i, I want to do this again so by the time i graduated i actually had a six figure uh, line of credit in my local bank and um i was buying and selling cars and and making money and uh and i've been in business since 1998 man you got bit by the bug didn't you that's what happened good or bad <laughs> i did I, i'm still trying to figure that out but it is like once you kind of it's in your system. It's in your system. And it's just kind of, you know, and it's like once, once you do that, that, that first deal, you know, you, you made that, that, that 600 bucks, you're like, Oh God, this tastes good. And you just, and the funny thing is you, you don't ever forget what that tastes like then. And it's like, you still kind of seek it out this many years later, right? We're all like, oh, that. Yeah. It's, but it, but it's awesome. It's, it's one of the coolest parts of just kind of being in the business. You know, I mean, I went from, you know, owning a dealership, then being on the vendor side and I still, still get excited when I hear someone close that deal. I just like, it's just, it's just in me, but you know, um, you, you have a really cool session that you guys are doing that you're doing at uh, digital dealer. And I believe it's, it's Wednesday, right? It's your sessions on Correct. Wednesday, 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 the 11th yes. at 11. Yes. All right. So, so Jim, tell me a little bit of what people can expect uh, during your session. All right. So it's how to build a, how, how to create a concierge, shopping experience customers will rave about yeah. and this is something that that we do at, at my dealership in atlanta iq autos um we're actually 4.9 stars on google we're the number That's one awesome. dealer on yelp in atlanta and it's for me it's not just about selling you know more cars more cars more cars it's about really getting repeats referrals and building something that customers will tell their friends about so we're going to kind of dive in deep on on what we do, uh, platform that we've built that um, that we leverage um, our assets to give a very consumer centric shopping experience. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the key, right? The, the the key is consumer centric. I mean, 
you know, um, I, it's cool right now. I think the time in our industry is just very exciting because we've entered into the space where I, I feel like the customer is becoming at the center of more and more of not just our marketing efforts, but our operation efforts and our processes. And it, and, and, and it's cool. I mean, now it's taken many, many years for us to get to this place, but we had a chance to kind of talk a little bit before we were recording where, you know, it's like now you see a buying process versus a sales process, you know, and um, I'd love to kind of get your thoughts on what the difference is between a buying process and a sales process. Well, Jason, if you reach out to us, we're, um, we specialize in BMWs. Mm -hmm. We're one of uh, BMW picked 35 independent dealers in the nation to be VIP dealers, which, which gives them early access to their off-lease inventory. And, and we're one of those 35 dealers. But if you reach out to us and say you're shopping for a BMW i3 and mm -hmm. you say, you know what, I have to have a BEV with a Giga package. That's just what I want. And I may have 15 or 20 in stock, but I don't have what meets your criteria. If I try to slam you into a range extender or one with a Terra uh, interior or a, or a Mega, something that you said you don't want, mm -hmm. then all of a sudden that becomes a sales a salesmanship process. It's trying to force feed you into something that you specifically said mm -hmm. you don't want. So that's adversarial. A buying process is we listen to your needs and we try to find something that meets your criteria, whether we have it today, whether we buy it for you, or whether it's something that we have, you know, incoming in the next few weeks. You know, you know the key though to, I think, any good process, well, no, a process is only as good as how we can execute it. Correct. Right. You know, and, and look, Jim, I love the way that you're talking about it. Like, we just do this. And, and there may probably be people out there listening and watching right now going, well, yeah, you just do it. <laughs> but it's, it's the process that goes into it, which is always seems to be the road or the hurdle to kind of get into it. I'm curious for you guys, like, how were you just able to just kind of get, get past that mindset of like, no, we're going to do it this way. No ifs, ands, buts about it. Because I find that's where dealerships really kind of stop, right? Right. Well, as, as we talked before the, uh, the call started, I live remotely. I work remotely. Mm -hmm. I live in the Florida Keys. And I've not been physically at my dealership on a regular basis since 2007. But I'm still involved day to day. I still do uh, a significant percentage of the buying. And, and talk to customers. But uh, a few years ago, I was filling in. My manager was on, uh, on vacation. I was filling in, and I took a, a sales call. And the customer was asking about a BMW 328 diesel we had in stock. And mm -hmm. we had advertised. And I said, well, hang on just a second. We've got, you know, 80 BMWs. Let me verify that specific one is still available. And uh, I was told that we had just taken a deposit on that car. So it was not available. So you know, being the old school car guy that I am, I was like, Hey, I need to switch this guy to another 328 diesel. We have. <laughs> exactly. So, um, so, I, you know, I started explaining to him, well, that one, we have a deposit, but let me tell you about these other two. He said, no, no, if they're on your site, already seen them, I have to have a sports package. I'm very specific on what I want. He said, that sucks because I have a Volkswagen Passat that's being bought back under diesel gate and I really need a car in the next month. So, that customer qualified himself to me in every way. Sure. Number one, he's getting too much for the car that he owns. Number two, he's a diesel buyer. And number three, he's very specific in what he's looking for. So I said, you know, I spend, I'm the owner. I mean, I spend a lot of money in marketing and, and, and everything to make, to make that call that I receive 
just happened. Sure. So I didn't want to hang up on this guy. I mean, I, you know, he said, well, you know, if you get something that meets my criteria, let me know. You know, I'm, I'm interested. I don't want to get back on Auto Trader and keep searching. I don't want to call another dealership. I just want the car that I want and I'm ready to buy. And, you know, I said, hey, you know, hey, hang on just a minute. I didn't want to say, you know, fill out this form on my website, a wish list. And if we get it in, somebody might call you or we didn't want to do that. I said, hang on. I'm the owner. I do a lot of the buying. The car you want is available. We just don't have it today. So um, I said, let's set up a call this afternoon. And we did. I did did a screen share with him. And I said, let's just co-shop some cars that I have access to that you don't. These are upstream uh, off-lease BMWs that uh, you can't find on any third-party classified site or any other dealer. And let's see if the car is actually out there that meets your criteria. He said, that sounds fantastic. So we did the call. You know, he there's two or three cars. It's exactly what he wanted. Um, I had him send us a deposit about the car he wanted. Um, I was actually fully transparent. I showed him our cost and said, we'll just charge you a 5% markup. And um, he was just, he said, why don't other dealers offer a platform like this? Something. What a great experience. And, um, anyway, so he bought the car. We made money on a car that sold a car we would not have sold had we not kind of thought outside the box. Well, and that's the key. It's just thinking outside the box. I, I, look, I think I think that's awesome. And, and I can't wait to kind of hear, you know, just the, the entire the, Entire kind of story, you know, from 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 just thinking about it to then actually executing it during your session. Hey, if there are a couple things that you hope dealers take away from your session, uh, what would you hope they take away? Stop selling and start listening. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Stop selling and start listening. If you have a qualified lead, I think there are only two reasons that lead doesn't purchase a car from a particular dealership. Mm-hmm. It's either, number one, you don't have the exact car they want in stock. So maybe it's the wrong color, the wrong option packages, maybe a ding on Carfax, something like that. Mm -hmm. Or number two, they think they can get a better deal somewhere else. So if you, as the dealer, can explore both of those objections by showing them cars that exactly meet their criteria from, you know, maybe dealer-only auction sites through like the retail viewer a platform that that we've created and you can also compare the competition on the same platform. Like uh, think of it like um, insurance companies do. There's a reason. Total transparency. hundred percent. Yeah. But it keeps the customer engaged and you can, you can, you can explain to them, Oh, you know what? That is a great price. CarGuru says it's a great deal. Auto trader says it's a great deal. But if you dive a little deeper at that particular dealership, you can expect to pay a four to $5,000, fee on top of the advertised price so just some words of wisdom you know watch out know who you're dealing with and um, then you're educating the consumer not selling the consumer and like it's very that. appreciated that, that and, and that's a mindset and that's a commitment right because it's so easy to kind of default back you know to the path of least resistance yeah jim uh, well, the path I, of least resistance real quick yes i want to sell a car we have in stock today exactly period but, but if that doesn't happen, we need something else to offer the consumer. Hundred percent, absolutely, 
Jim, I'm, I'm excited to listen to your session. I'll probably be front row. I'll be something in orange, you know, going, hey, remember me? Um, but you know, I'm really looking forward to your session. Uh, if for everybody out there that's watching and listening right now and would like to connect with you, what's the best way to do so? Sure. You can you can find me on LinkedIn. Um, it's just LinkedIn, and you can search IQ Jim, no spaces, and you will find me. My business uh, is IQ Autos. Um in Atlanta. And, um, I'd love to, love to chat. Awesome. Hey Jim, thanks so much for taking the time to jam with me today. This has been a lot of fun. I look forward to seeing you here in just a couple of weeks. Thank you, Jason.